to getting salty, baby. Yeah, here's the getting salty. Spaghetti aglio olio last week. All I'm really looking forward to is actually eating this at the end. I mean, like, that's pretty much starving. This is pretty much the point of the whole podcast. Yeah, it's just so we Some can would argue. eat and talk shit. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, that's the motto. Well, mostly yeah, just talk baby. shit about T- Timothy Chalamet. <laughs> oh, he's back and he's back early on. I know. I've got to stop because I can't complain about him being a constant presence in my life when I'm consistently bringing him up all the time. You guys have like a bit of like a an enemies to lovers thing going on. I hate that. Almost as much but, as when you told you me that I look of... like him. <laughs> I did say that. Yes, you did. <laughs> but like, in a, uh-huh. just like in a coloring way. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. You guys have both have distinct brows, dark hair, pale skin. Compliments are not going to get you out of this. Okay. <laughs> All right. Welcome Good back, Church. everybody. Yeah. It was rip back. roaring. Right just from the right get-go. from the get right from the get just like the weather outside i am i'm stormy today <laughs> you are stormy today <laughs> but you know at least everybody i didn't hit record while we were singing deliver us from the prince of egypt that might have been a little much we've been dazzling everybody with our singing abilities a couple times but not quite to that level that was excessive not that vocal range <laughs> that <laughs> is required new no. no. uh, what you got going on there Bud? Yes, um, today we are making, what is the official name of this dish? It's called Finger Lickin' Pan Fried Chicken. Samin Nosrat, baby. Salt, fat, acid, heat, baby. Baby. <laughs> so, baby. in essence, this is light chicken schnitzel because okay. we're going to be um, pan frying the chicken breasts, but after they've been uh, beaten mercilessly by beaten a wine bottle. Beaten mercilessly by a wine bottle. <laughs> and also, um, who needs a mallet? Not us? No, not us. Uh, tossed in flour, beaten eggs, and also a panko parmesan crust. Oh, we know panko's our favorite. Panko is our favorite, famously. Oh my god! <laughs> first, first famously. Do you want me to start heating up this pan? Yes, I would love. Please tell the listeners what kind of pan it is. Oh my god. <laughs> well, it's a cast iron pan. Thank you so much. Say less. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, this particular cast iron pan briefly went through it yes. when, uh, when a friend of ours washed it. Almost washed Almost it. Almost washed she it. She came very close. Well, I mean, I'm sure her life flashed before her eyes. I mean, mine flashed before mine. So. <laughs> it, was, uh, it was a near miss, but mm-hmm. it's okay. She's here, she's unscathed, and the pan is also here and unscathed. <laughs> Genuinely, I thought you were still talking about the pan. Yeah, well, no, I mean... Ashley barely made it out of that situation alive, but she's here. That's true. It's and also, right. the pan, she's also here. Because yeah. I, I would say she, she, our pan has a lot of feminine energy. Yeah, she does. Yeah. Strong and oily, just like we like them. Yes. I'm going to give you some, <laughs> some butter here. For the pan? For the pan. Love that. Nice big chunk. And, and you know, speaking of things that are strong, uh-huh. less oily, but uh, strong, strong in... No way. I'm trying to think of a way to make this work. Buddy, we were doing so well with our segues and we lost it. I'm sorry, I lost it. Basically, so we're talking today about our favorite book to movie. Adaptions. Yeah. 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 
And I mean, we know yours is not Dune. <laughs> Surely is not. <laughs> we know it's not June. It's not June. It's not June. <laughs> no, uh, so we know that for a fact. Yes. That it's not Dune. Um, but, you know, I feel like there's a lot a lot of uh, candidates for this particular topic. Yes, I would agree. I there's would agree. There's a lot of good book to movie uh, adaptations out there, and a and lot of really terrible ones. That is why I was excited to propose that as a, a discussion topic today, because you and I are both very Proposed big it readers. to the council. We do also love a good film. We do. Um, and when, you know, an adaption kind of brings together both of those things. A book and a movie. Yeah. That's where we really shine. That's where we really shine. You know when, it, when that happens. Wow. Wow. Okay, so you got to beat beat this chicken first, right? Before we... Yes, we're going to tenderize the fuck out of this chicken. Tenderoni. Ooh. Yeah. Tenderoni. Always makes me think of pretty young thing. Oh, yeah. So I don't know what he actually says there, but it always sounds like tenderoni. Oh. I think well, I, I should Google it, but I won't. But okay, I want to keep the mystery of it being tenderoni. Yeah. You know. Um. So s- now that we have introduced the topic of the day, d- would you like to go first? Do you have a? Oh. Mm. <sighs> Lay it on me. I'm ready. I'm ready. Complicated. <laughs> I know. Are you Brussels sprout? You fighting Brussels sprout? <laughs> um. I. I mean. I feel like the one that probably. I mean, listen, I feel like for me, Lord of the Rings goes without saying. Well, many book purists are going to say that the movies missed a lot, and I agree, because mm-hmm. I feel like it would be pretty impossible to encapsulate all of those books. Yes. Uh, those three books with all of their detail and, you know, mm-hmm. all of that kind of stuff uh, into a film. I feel like the original trilogy captured visually, and okay, you're going to do it. Almost. You're going to beat the chicken? Cause the uh, recipe said to rub the olive oil on the outside of the um, uh, Ziploc bag or saran wrap that you would be using to protect like the meat tenderizer, or in our case, bottle of wine, <laughs> from <laughs> the oil. But um, just because, uh, I don't know, I felt like the oil was just going to slick right off the plastic bag. I was like, you know what, I'm putting it right on the breast. Oh, stick it on the breast, baby. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So the uh, olive oil has been spread. Uh-huh. Ready to pound this oh i'm ready to pound it and i'm gonna put <laughs> elevator music in place of the sound of us pounding the meat okay <laughs> just like that tenderonied tenderonied meat <laughs> you're getting confused about what i don't know stuff. i don't know what i'm doing um so yeah like i was saying yes. um i feel like lord of the rings the film's really captured what I felt was the uh, the vibe, you know. Yes, the yes. visuals were incredible. Loved the cast. Okay, very good. Um, for you know, for for a medium that you're not going to be able to capture everything, mm-hmm. I thought it was great. Those, unsurprisingly, are at the top of my favorite book to movie adaptation. And uh, I mean, I I'm with you there because I mean, obviously, everybody who listened to our Lord of the Rings episode knows that we're both very big fans. Yes, we love it. We love it. But, but you I, know what? It's followed closely by. Oh. Pride and Prejudice. Kira Knightley. You fucking bitch. No, is it yours? No, but I am bringing some Austin to the table as well. Okay. So, all right, this is all a good right. segue. This is yeah. a good segue. Yeah, well, because, I mean... And Sorry, I really thought I really thought I was going to, like, blow you away with the Austin pick, but... Yeah, well, you know, I like to keep you on your toes after all these years. Listen, the Pride, to, not pre- pride to Prejudice. 
So say it's not your fault we share the same brain cells. <laughs> just one brain cell, really. Just one. Just one um, between the two of us. But uh, yeah, the and I'm I'm sure this is also a very contentious topic because it's not the BBC version that I love. It's the Cure Nightly. Oh, it's yeah, yeah. Joe Wright, yes, yes, yes. Two thousand five. Yeah, which uh, I listen to the soundtrack all the time because it's a beautiful because soundtrack. it's absolutely stunning. It's stunning. But I just and listen. Matthew McFadden, like, okay, he's the best, Mr. Darcy. So that is a very hot take in my household. Okay, all right. Um, I'm sure it'll be shocking to the listeners to know that uh, my mother, Jane, has some very Jane. strong opinions about this particular adaption of Pride and Prejudice. Nobody is surprised. So I grew up on the 1995 BBC yeah. adaption with Colin Firth and mm. Jennifer L., and uh, then when the Keira Knightley one came out, I, I've always been a huge fan of Keira Knightley and Pirates of the Caribbean was a big deal. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. Oh, Jack Sparrow. <laughs> oh, oh, Jack Sparrow. You don't have your teeth set so directly teeth parallel. Be, like, right out. Yeah. Jack Sparrow. <laughs> anyway. In any case, I, I do still love Keira Knightley. Yep. Pride and Prejudice, um, 2005, when I realized she was going to be the Elizabeth Bennet, I was like, hell yeah. She's a great Lizzie Bennet. And that is, a, like, a very serious all-star, all-star, all-star <laughs> ensemble cast. Thank you so much. Um, we have a young Rosamund Pike. Young Rosamund Pike. Young Carrie Mulligan in her acting debut. Ooh, her debut? Her debut? Ooh. And um, Jenna Malone, who a lot of people oh, yeah. will recognize because she was... Hunger Games. Hunger Games. She was in um, that crazy Mandy Moore movie, Saved, where Mandy Moore plays like a insane religious fanatic in a, like a very religious high school. Macaulay Culkin's oh. in a wheelchair. Oh, like, God. There's a lot going on. The chaos movie. of this movie. Yeah, yeah. You beating but, up an uh, egg? I am beating up an egg. For, for the listeners, now that we've tenderonied the chicken breasts, I'm preparing... Two bowls, one with the flour and one with the beaten egg. And as soon as I'm done whipping this into a lovely yellow mix, we're going to add the uh, the breadcrumbs and the parm together into a separate bowl. One more bowl. One more bowl, baby. More bowl, baby. Our butter is starting to get uh, nice and bubbly, nice and frothy. I've turned it down though because I don't want it to burn. Oh, it smells so good. It already do smell good. Um, do you want me to like grate some parm or something? We, uh, no, that's quite all right. All right. I'm right. going to grate the parm right now. Okay. Good. Love it. Um, so yes, the, I very much enjoy the, the Cure Nightly Pride and Prejudice. Let's call it what it is. It's the Cure Nightly Pride it's and Prejudice. It's so good though. It's so and, good. Um, Donald Sutherland is the dad. Donald Sutherland. <laughs> Just totally uh, unflappable, kind of in his own world <laughs> the whole movie. Yep. And, and then I love it just at the end when he's all teary-eyed and so happy. And he and just then, keeps like kind of giggling to yeah. himself because his daughters are all, well, almost all of them are pretty happy. The ones that matter. The, the two that matter <laughs> yes. are married to nice guys nice. and the rest, he's like, well, we'll see what happens. My uh, one of my favorite things, and this scene is included in both adaptions, both film adaptions of Pride and Prejudice. But it's when they're at the uh, the ball, the Bingley House, and yeah. Mary's playing the piano, <laughs> and the dad comes over to her, and he basically is just like, in the BBC adaption, he's quite savage. He's just kind of like, 
let's, uh, yeah, let's let the other girls have a turn. That's enough of that. Yeah. And then in the Kira Knightley version, he's a little softer, but either way, he's basically just like, stop that now. That's good. Thank you. That's good. Thank all you. All done. All, all done. done. All done. Um, Which that's always one of my kills favorite me. parts of that movie, though. Uh, again, the Kira Knightley Pride yes. Prejudice is uh, when she's at Darcy's. I don't want to say house. Darcy's Manor. Darcy's Manor. Pemberley. What is it? Pemberley? Yes, Pemberley. Pemberley. Yeah. Um, when he's there and he meets, or she meets his little sister. That's just the rind, I think. I know. I just, I didn't realize it went all the way down the yeah. side. That's, so that's a big parm loss Sorry. there. Parm sidebar. RIP for the parm sidebar. Yep. Um, where uh, he meets her little, his, she meets his little sister. There Georgiana. We go. Georgiana, yeah. yeah. And then he gets all smiley. Yes, I, like, I think oh, that's the first time we've seen him smile. So, you know, the Jane critique on Matthew McFadden as Darcy is um, she just doesn't think he's good looking enough to be believable. He's so handsome. I'm with her in the sense <gasps> that, like, <sighs> hear me out. I don't think I want to. Hear me out. My biggest issue with him the first time I watched that adaption was that his hair was just, unfortunately, like his hair is so straight and yeah, black that it just look a little, it didn't like, look great. He looks like a 2006 hockey bro for a little yeah, while. Yeah, like it's just, you know, Colin Firth had the curls. We do love the curls. Uh, we do love the curls. We love the curls. But um, having watched the adaption many times at this point, um, I do think he plays a great Darcy because he plays awkward and brooding a lot better than Colin Firth does. Uh, Colin Firth is hitting brooding at 110%, but there's no awkwardness about him. Like, he yeah, just seems Matthew very... Yeah, Matthew McFadden's Darcy is so painfully uncomfortable. Yes, the and I think flex? that's... The hand, the hand flex. flex. It's all about the hand flex. I do flex. believe that the awkwardness and, like, him not appearing to be as confident as the, you know, the story unfolds is a little more true to the book. And I feel like it's so yeah. endearing when you realize at the end, well, not at the end, but when you realize, like, oh, so he is a bit of a dick, yeah. which, we, you know, we cannot yeah, we deny that cannot Darcy deny. is a dick, but it's not even just that he's a dick, he just doesn't know how to he communicate how to feelings at talk all. talk to girl. No. Or, or no. anybody. He's just, or anybody, he's yeah. He's just rude. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> he's like, oh, no, thank you. I don't want I've got that. a feeling and I don't want it. I don't want and it I at don't, all. I don't want it. Now, no, um... Are there are there any characters from the BBC adoption that you felt or you feel are better done than in the Keira Knightley version? Um, no. I have one. Ooh. One to propose to the floor. Okay, bring it to the floor. And we'll Mr. Be Collins. Oh, no, see, I love Mr. Do you like the, the, the Keira Knightley in the Mr. Keira, Collins? Yeah, in the Keira Knightley adaptation, I, I thought it was... I mean, I like him. It's just that the I've one in the BBC I had, version. Never had I had such a fine, fine boiled potatoes. potatoes. Which of my fair cousins must I pay the compliment? <laughs> boiled potato. <laughs> oh yeah, I think he's just like so uncomfortable to watch that I'm like, yeah, yeah. This is that exactly guy what I mean. famously also in Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> yeah, they just plucked him right out of there. Yep. They're like, you know, you you got good on-screen chemistry with Kira, Mr. Collins, <laughs> Mr. Collins. <laughs> Mr. Collins. <laughs> oh, oh. He's absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> You're doing at least pretty good. Thank you. I've been working on it for over a decade. <laughs> oh, I love it. He's absolutely, he is absolutely ridiculous. She's right. She, she is right. She's right. 
But um, yeah, that would be my who only. Who plays Mr. Collins in the BBC adaptation? Um, it's a British actor who I've never seen in anything else, but he's like sweaty, Mr. Collins. Oh no! Like that's why it's so much better. It's just because he's really and sweaty. he's very simpering. Like I find the Keira Knightley adaption, he's very earnest and just kind of a little. He's odd. almost a little blunt. Yeah, and he's yeah. blunt, but he's a little like endearingly odd. It's a little more believable for me that Charlotte would end up with him in the in the Keira Knightley version. One, yeah, yeah, but in. The... In the BBC one, now he's just—he's sweaty. He's simpering. He's trying way too hard to be charming, and that's what I enjoy about that portrayal he's of the character. Very, yeah. It's just a big no. Okay, but fair. He, everyone knows it except him. Oh, poor guy. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, that makes sense. You know, yeah. there is um, and I think it's uh, Sense and Sensibility, which oh. is just another one. But oh, no, you got to bring no, it no, up. No, I, you've. Stolen my segue because <gasps> Sense and Sensibility was my offering. <gasps> Tell is me my about favorite. It. Okay, on. right before I do that, um, we are actually going to start um, dressing the chicken. Let's do it. So Walk what we're going to do is um, we're going to be. Yeah, I know. It's. I know. Yeah, delish. Delish. Um, so we're going to be rolling oh. the chicken breast in flour first. Just make sure it's fully coated in flour. Dusty. Dust that Dusty shake off the excess. But can you there do this go. all as Keira Knightley, please? <laughs> so right now, no, that's not. Her. <laughs> I did put you on the spot. I'm sorry. This chicken is. So absolute. we have these chickens. No, I, I'm. I'm so close, but I'm not You're quite so there. Next time, next time we next make time. this recipe, I expect you. I'm Keira Knightley to be fully narrating as Keira Knightley. It's Keira Knightley. Oh, there's a. Have you seen that? There's a, a person on TikTok. Oh, I've seen all of the TikTok Keira Knightley impersonators. Because there's People one person the, that does, is like... Is it the guy or the girl? Or, sorry, male presenting or female presenting? I don't know. Oh, I don't know. Okay. I like, okay, so they do, like... They'll do, like, full scenes from movies where they do mm-hmm. Keira Knightley. They look somehow exactly like Keira Knightley and exactly like Hugh Grant. Oh, yes, yeah. You know the one I'm yeah, talking about? Yeah, I know the person you're talking about. Um, unbelievable. Yes. And they do, like, the best... Hugh Grant is somebody who, well, oh, I mean, and they again, do Jude Law in that as well, Ooh. and they manage to look like Jude Law. It's incredible. Ooh. Their faces just because astounding. I mean, again, another perfect segue, Delaney. You've really redeemed yourself from earlier in this episode because Thank you very much. Hugh Grant, yeah, famously, oh, one of the main stars in Sense and Sensibility. Okay, I've recovered. Um, so Sense and Sensibility is my choice. Now, Pride and Prejudice will always be very. Um, near and dear to my heart simply because it was the first Jane Austen adaption I'd ever come across. Your, your glasses are really far down your nose right I now know, and you're looking a lot at of librarian like, energy. a lot of granny vibes. Um, here comes the first chicken. Here Brias. comes the boy. Oh. We need to turn the butter yeah, up just a touch. It's coming up. I just didn't want it to Amazing. burn. We good? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. So, yes. My mother eased my sister and I into the Austin verse with okay. Pride and Prejudice. Uh-huh. When she realized that it was um, something that we, all three of us, really, really enjoyed just in terms of a period piece, like the type of comedy and melodrama that was incorporated into the plot. Like, my sister and I love all Jane Austen. That's when Jane decided to introduce us to, is it um, Ang Lee? Yeah, it is Ang Lee, isn't it? Directed. Oh, yeah, the directed Sensibility. Yeah. Famously also directed Brokeback Mountain. He's had a very interesting career. Listen, and that was my first introduction to Ang Lee, actually, yes. was Brokeback Mountain. And That's I haven't of... recovered. Uh, no. That movie was the saddest movie I'd ever seen. 
until that point. Well, and it's I actually really don't know if I've seen a, a, a more heartbreaking movie than that. Than what then. broke my phone? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's tough. very sad. It's tough. I read the short story, too. Ooh, we got some sizzle going on. Oh, love it. Ooh. So, yes. Um, Sense and Sensibility, starring Emma Thompson, Kate Winslet, and Hugh Grant. It's a great cast. And Alan Rickman. And Alan Rickman. Oh, my God. My mother's going to hate that I already forgot that. To mention him, but because he was my favorite character, that's he's what I the was best. Bring up. He's like the literal best part of that movie. Um, and Sense and Sensibility, I personally find, is way more of an unintentional comedy than the other one. Emma Thompson is because everybody's she's so, so they're so good. ridiculous. Yeah, except for Emma Thompson, like she's literally the only straight man in the whole movie. But she does do a really good cry in that movie. Oh, yeah, she does a full, like a fa- gross, full face, gross cry. Very gross cry. And Kate Winslet is just, like, beautiful. And, As always. Oh. Um, but I remember, okay, so when I was in university, many mm-hmm. moons ago now, um, I was in a... What was it? It was, like, a Georgian art and architecture class. Oh, that um, sounds fun. Yeah, and, but we one of our things that we had to do was make a... Uh, and hot. Ooh. Delish. We had to make a, uh, basically had to like select a whole bunch of artworks that would be in, in a various characters, like gallery oh. rooms. Oh, that's so cool. And I did Alan Rickman oh. from Sense and Sensibility. Can't for the life of me remember what uh, the character. Charles char- Brandon. Yes. Is his Colonel, is the character Colonel Brandon. Colonel Brandon. Right? Yeah, Colonel Brandon. Um, oh my God. He is the most endearing, the most endearing of all the Austin suitors. I, I have to say, him. and like, young Alan Rickman so is just beautiful. And he's so in love with Kate Winslet. So it's, it's painful. It's painful to watch. But um, does this just flip one golden brown here, or do we? Uh... Yes. All right. Ooh, baby. Look at that. Oh yeah. So um, yes. In any case, the Sense and Sensibility movie adaption. It's so fucking funny. It just so this oh makes me God. want to watch. I feel like like late November into early December mm-hmm. when we've got like late fall winters coming up I yes. mean that's like my favorite time to watch mm-hmm. you know any kind of historical drama but Pride and Prejudice Pride and Prejudice is always good especially with this blustery weather we've been having and we're having extremely uh, we're buckling up for a storm here yeah I think we we're definitely gonna get one tonight I don't what does it look like out now well, um it it's still dark. not raining but it looks dark is what I see yeah um so yeah, my it's one of those funny things I will mention just because you know we've already been talking about John today. John. But my mother, some of my mother's favorite awesome characters are actually the, um, the, you know, in Sense and Sensibility, once the patriarch of the Dashwood family passes away, right at the beginning of the movie, mm. and um, Emma Thompson, Kate Winslet, and their mother. They get shipped off, or not shipped off, but they go and stay in a cottage owned by a cousin. Yeah, yeah. So the cousin. And his mother-in-law. Oh right! Oh my God! It's the been a long time them, since I've seen that movie. Holy. The banter when he goes, she's like, "Now come now, Miss Marianne." She goes, "I'm sure there's someone who has like captured your attention." She goes, "I will winkle it out of you. We have no secrets here in the country." And then you just can't forget my cousin who's just like, "She's very good at winkling," and the two of them are just bantering together the whole time, winkling. Why do I have zero recollection of Winkling? Oh, it. <laughs> when was the last time you watched that movie? Like a very long time. Oh, okay, ago. I I revisit it at least twice a year. Oh, okay. Once right. on my own, and then usually once uh, at the family house. Okay. With All Giant. Right. Okay, 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 okay. Let's flip this guy back over yeah, because I would like him to be just a little bit more. Just a little brown. bit more crispy. 
It's gonna cook real quick though. Oh yeah. Um, this one kind of looks like a foot. <laughs> does it? It does look like a foot. It's kind of foot shaped. For the listeners. Yeah, this piece of chicken looks like a foot. Yeah. And the other one looks a little bit like Africa. Oh. You see it? It's upside down, but. Ah, I see. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm sorry, I see the foot. I don't see Africa. Oh, if I flip it this way, now I just have a point to prove. Now, out of curiosity, there, are up. there any other um, Austin adaptions that maybe aren't your, like, top, but you would do enjoy? Uh, how you, how so, do you want Emma? Haven't seen it. Oh. I haven't seen it. Listen, I appreciate Anya Taylor-Joy. She's kind of ver like she's kind of moving into my Timothy Chalamet territory. That is super fair. She's literally everywhere. Um, have you seen either of the other adoptions with Goop and Kate Beckinsale? Nope, respectively. No, but you know what I did read when I was a teenager was Pride, Prejudice, and Zombies, <laughs> and I really liked that. Did you see the adaption of that? No, I didn't. But who was in that? Uh, wasn't it? Um, it's Lily James, who's yeah. famously edging her way onto my hit list of actresses who I just don't really enjoy. She's in a new movie uh, coming out with uh, Sebastian Stan. Yeah, it's the Pamela Anderson Tommy Lee Jones. She looks just like her. Isn't she it does wild? Look right. Yeah, it's crazy. I'm I'm anxious to see how uh, old Pam feels about that movie. It's going to be interesting. I watched the trailer for it, and the way the trailer is yeah, styled, it seems like it's more of like this crazy story of these two scuzzy guys who somehow managed yeah. to get their hands on the greatest sex tape of all time. Yeah, I mean, pretty much. But near the end there, though, they, near the end of the trailer, I should say, when he's like, I'm in that sex tape too, and, and, she, she, and she's like, not the way I am. That's when I was like, okay, maybe they're going to, because it's the director, same director as I, Tanya, maybe he's going to flip it. I hope so. To make it more focused on, you know, how it, how she negatively impacted her career and her, uh, probably her mental health. Um, probably. So yeah, I'm, I'm, I will watch it when it comes out on streaming services. I'm excited to see it. I like Sebastian Stan too. I love Sebastian Stan. Historical. I've been with him since Gossip Girl. Oh yeah, I always forget he's in Gossip Girl. Yeah. Um, he would make a great... Uh, like Georgian hero. I th- we let's get him in a an Austin adaptation. Yeah, we need to get when him they in inevitably Austin. readapt Pride and Prejudice again. Who would you cast as your as your? Who would you cast? Oh wow! While we wait for the chicken. Because you know what? Actually, I take that back. I think Sebastian Stan would be a good Willoughby. I could oh, see him okay. in that kind of like kind of devious but charming. Yeah, a little handsome, bit roguish. Yeah, a little yeah. roguish. Yeah. Um. Ooh, who would I cast? You know what? Let's get our chimkins on the plate. Let's get our wine. I'm gonna, Ooh, I'm gonna yeah. mull this over. Yeah, think about it. Think then, about it. Uh, and then we'll come back to it. We're back. Oh yeah, we're back. We got chicken. We're gonna eat with our fingers because it is finger licking pan fried chicken. Finger licking pan fried and, uh, chicken. Before you get into your casting here. Oh yes. Tell me about this wine because so, I am hand on the cup, ready to go. Well, I feel that I have perhaps misrepresented the beverage at hand. <gasps> technically, it's not wine. <gasps> Plot twist. It's also technically not beer. Oh! And it's also technically not cider. I believe this, mystery this is classified as a wine beverage, and I will explain why. Okay, I'm ready. So, today, to go with our finger-looking pan-fried chicken, we are having the Benjamin Bridge Piquette. Okay. So, this little cutie has been around for a couple <laughs> oh, summers um i can't remember when i first tried it just that i've always enjoyed it and 
it, uh, yes, it's classified as a wine beverage for the following reasons. So, let me take you back. Oh, getting way back. <laughs> when wine production in France would have been uh, started way back in medieval times, like they've obviously been producing wine in France for a very, very long time. Mm. Um, all of the peasants and laborers who would have been working in the vineyards, mm -hmm when they would be going for their lunch break or going home at the end of the day obviously they'd be very thirsty after all that manual labor yeah i get it the <laughs> i mean I, i've been there pal oh, who among us hasn't worked as a medieval surf yeah well actually vineyard work is medieval surf vibes i mean yeah it's pretty it's vibes. pretty intense physical labor cool well i've never um, done that so <laughs> i was jesting yeah in jest you say yes so what they like the chateaus would do they're not going to waste their like expensive product on the serfs naturally not what they would do is after all the juice had been pressed out of all of the good grapes they would take the mash or the pumice mm. left over afterwards so all of the grape skins and like the smashed up bits of grape and they would put all of it in a barrel and cover it with water oh. and then leave it to ferment you're not making me excited to drink this. Don't worry. It's very good. <laughs> so what ends up happening is it's uh, it's essentially like a wild ferment. Okay. So the grapes that were used for this particular piquette from Benjamin Bridge, um, I believe they are Geisenheim and Ortega. Mm -hmm. And those are very aromatic varietals that already have pretty distinct flavors that okay. come out of the skins. Mm -hmm. So you get a little bit of the grape, like, the grape flavor. Oh, you get, <laughs> but you do get the ah. flavor coming off of the varietals. You do get a little bit of color because, again, the grape skins have been in there with the water, and because it's a wild ferment, you get a tiny little bit of a spritz of bubble. Yeah, because it's kind of murky. Yeah, it's very hazy. Um, but what's cool about it is that it gives off slight grapefruit and lime zest notes, but there is a bit of salinity to it because so the cute. winemaker actually got Annapolis Valley sea salt. Ooh. and included it when it was being fermented. Okay, so it's not like the salt from people's feet from stepping uh, no. on grapes? No, 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 absolutely not. This is good. So, yeah, it, and it does have a little bit of hops in it, like dry hops in it as well. So there's a bit of a beer element, also a wine element, but the, again, the salinity still takes you away from like those classic styles of beverage. Uh, so I'd like to submit a rename to the floor. Okay. A special drink. Special drink. Yeah. Are you ready? Yeah, let's try special drink. Okay. Mmm. Oh, ye of little faith. You like? I love. Isn't it so good? Oh, that is special drink for sure. Special like, drink. Yeah, I don't know how to describe it because it's got cider vibes. Mm -hmm. But it's also got wine vibes. It has mm -hmm. that grape flavor, and you it, know? Tiny. Can you taste like the tiny little bit of hops like on the finish there? I can at the very end, but I'm not a hops person, so I'm glad it's not super pronounced because mm -hmm. I don't like hoppy flavors. This is my number one go-to. Like, if I'm not feeling beer at a beer garden, this absolutely hits mm. on the hottest day of the summer. Oh, yeah. It gets nice and crispy. Oh, so good. Want to try the chicken? Yes. So, actually, um, the reason why I picked this particular beverageino to go with our chicken is because... Um, it was a recommendation from one of the reps at Benjamin Bridge that Piquette would be best paired with something like fried chicken. Oh, okay. Well, then there we go. We're and ready so to rock. We're doing more like a chicken schnitzel, but it's still oh, I'm so fried. excited. You ready? Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Oh, <laughs> Mm-hmm. Is there anything better? I'm going to have no problem putting these back. Mm-hmm. 
got the good crunch still super juicy still very juicy yes mm-hmm. okay i know who's your recast i've been dallying for too long i want to know even just want me to do like the main it. three yeah okay so for mr darcy i'm gonna propose our one of our favorites i really hope it's who i'm thinking of tom hardy oh it's not but he was in weathering heights and he was great he was in Weathering Heights. He was so good. Also, I know he's good at playing bitchy because um, he was very bitchy. He was in Marie Antoinette, and he kind of played like the fun bitchy, like side character. Mm-hmm. And he has he's very good at like looking We've very annoyed. We've all seen him as Alfie Solomon's. He's all that's what I'm saying. I feel like the very Alfie Solomon's energy mm-hmm. is kind of what we need. Mm-hmm. Um, also, the Arthur energy. No, not Arthur. Eames. Eames. Thank you. Um, so I'm gonna. I'm gonna suggest that one. I that surprises me. I Who was, were you gonna say? Lee Pace. Oh, that one's better. Just because <laughs> he has dar- sorry, just because he has much darker hair, and in my mind, a classic Darcy's got to be a dark brunette. He's just he has such a just the way he carries himself. Like he's a very big man, mm-hmm. but like I don't know his expressions and like his face is just so interesting to look at. Like it's so it's almost so detailed. Like the way he his, can, the he lines on his face be, are like devastatingly brusque but also yeah, but also so on soft. a dime can be like very vulnerable and have like mm-hmm. that very open yeah naive very look like face. gentle face at the same time okay that's who i would go for my darcy as are you ready for my wild card bingley mm-hmm. henry golding henry gold henry mm-hmm. golding he plays From the crazy hus- risk agent yeah i love that yeah he's great so handsome but i feel like he'd be able to play like dumb golden retriever energy which is what oh, you need mm-hmm. from bingley mm-hmm yeah, because he, he had very, like, put-together, mm-hmm. super-intelligent energy in Crazy Rich Asians. Mm-hmm. And I would love to see him be, like, kind of soft and goofy. And that means, if he's playing Bingley, Gemma Chan can play his sister, <gasps> Caroline. Mm. And she is possibly one of the most beautiful she women I've ever laid my eyes on. And I only ever see her play... Oh, she was also in Crazy Rich Asians. Mm-hmm. She played mm-hmm. at, well, she's played his sister before. Play his sister again. But she... I mean, she... She usually plays... She was in the first season of Sherlock. I think you're right. I'm 90% sure. Mm-hmm. Well, she's British, and British mm-hmm. actors, like, they do get a lot of work on TV. I just want to Google that. Yeah. I want to make sure. Just give me two seconds. Oh, the floor is I yours. really want to make sure. Gemma Chan. Sherlock. I'm trying to think of a, another Yes, proposal. she wasn't. Okay, she good. Was. Okay. Confirmed. Gemma so, Chan. there's three for you. Now, Elizabeth Bennet. Who do we think? Who do we think could handle that? Okay, so we're gonna make like a combo casting here. Okay. Of your Bingley. Mm-hmm. This chicken is so good. Yeah. <laughs> um, Lee Pace as Darcy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Tricky as an Elizabeth. I know. Maybe we'll now that we have our Bingley solidified. Maybe we should go to Jane for a second. Ooh. Who would be I good mean, at playing, every, like, my soft brain automatically Jane. supplies like an Emma Watson vibe. But I would really love to see something different. Because Emma Watson, the energy she brought to Little Woman, it would be the same thing she'd be it bringing. It would be to. pretty much it would the same be thing. the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, again, Saoirse Ronan would be a great Lizzie. No, I just. Too much Saoirse. I don't need it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Overexposed. Mm-hmm. Oh, but mm-hmm. Florence Pugh. No. No? No. <laughs> 
No, I, I'm feeling overexposed to Florence Pugh. I really like her. Mm-hmm. But again, I think if we just we can't pull, we can't pull from Little Women. You know, we can't pull from we Little can't Women. Pull from Little Women. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like, there's just because it, you'd want to cast young because you yeah. want to stay true to the fact that like these girls are all like 17 and 18. I'm trying to think. Like, there's. See, and then I'm like, okay, but what about, like, uh, Sadie Sink? But then I'm like, she's way too young if Lee Pace is going to be Darcy. Sadie Sink, though, could be Lydia. Do you think she'd be able to play Braddy? Oh, totally. Yeah. Totally. And then, oh, there's just so, I feel like there's so many great, like, up-and-coming actresses Mm -hmm. that I, I I don't know. Mm. I just don't know. I have a suggestion for Jane. Okay. Elle Fanning. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I love yeah. that. Okay. Love that energy. Thank you. Okay, yeah, really like Elle Fanning. Okay, we just got to find our Lizzie, and then I think we can adjourn. Dakota Fanning. <laughs> just I kidding. I you. <laughs> I, guess I really liked her in The Alienist. I like Dakota Fanning. I, just, I can't no. get started on this tangent. I'll be here forever. Okay, 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 okay. Um, I've got it. Okay. The floor is yours, my... Oh, my God. The floor is yours, my liege. The floor is yours. <laughs> the floor is yours. You ready? Buckle the fuck up. Zendaya. <gasps> okay. I'm here for it. It makes a lot of sense. The only reason why I know I'm naturally resisting is because, once again, it's like the Chalamet of it all. I just feel that we're, we're getting a lot of Zendaya. Oh, I love her, though. Which is not her fault. She's a very talented actress and stunning. I love her. But you're right. She would be able to play She'd tough be as nails. such a good Lizzie. Yes. She'd be very good. She'd be sad. Or, um, and but do we believe her with Lee Pace? I can see, because she, I, to me, she has so much, she has such a tangible energy on mm-hmm. screen that I'm mm-hmm. like, she could compete with someone who is as physically imposing as Lee Pace is. Because mm-hmm. he's very big and he's, he's got really, like, kind of dark hair, dark eyes, like his face is very sort of statuesque oh. and imposing and I feel like she can compete with that. Are you ready? I'm going to see your Zendaya and I'm going to raise you a Yara Shahidi. <gasps> Ooh. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's another very like Just because I'm thinking somebody who could be like razor sharp wit, could handle rapid fire. Because that's a whole point. Well, not point, but like that is a big part of Elizabeth's character is that she's very witty. She's a bit too smart and sarcastic for most of the men she interacts with That's very true okay i've got one more all right that final submission not as not as not like young as like zendaya and yara and I'm florence pew but would be incredible to see with lee pace on screen i would pay money okay ashley graham i know she's a model oh I know, I know she's They'd a model, too she's hot. not an They'd actress. They'd be too hot together. She's not it's an actress, but like her, just the personality she has on Instagram, mm-hmm. she's got that like, she's funny, she'd be able she's to bring powerful, okay. but like the visuals alone she, of Lee Pace and Ashley Graham stunning. would be unbelievable. I that mean, would be you, my you've dream. you heard it here first, folks. <laughs> if I they need recast... Ashley Graham on screen with Lee Pace. If they recast Pride and Prejudice, which, you know, as I stated, I feel like it's coming, like, in the next two to three years. Please. If they use any of our casting suggestions, I expect to be compensated. Yes. Appropriately. Agreed. Agreed. Okay. Well, I'm glad that we sorted that out, and now we can enjoy the rest of our chicken in peace. Exactly. In pace. In pace. In In Lee Lee pace. (laughs) (laughs) We gotta go. We really do. We're pushing it. Okay. See you next week. Later.